Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. Uh, I'm joined with Zeke Baker from Dad's Drinking Bourbon. What's up, Zeke? Hey, man. Uh, just a fun Saturday night chilling. Uh, it's halftime, waiting to see the best or the rest of this uh, Warriors and uh, Blazers showdown. Yeah, I just turned it on. I'll probably finish watching that after we finish this. So, this is going to be the first of a 30 for 30, 30 picks and or 30 samples, reviews, and 30 days for us. And I figured no better way to kick it off than with Zeke and uh, a Prav pick. Uh, we're doing Prav's uh, new riff pick. Uh, we discussed a little bit earlier before, and I forgot to hit record, that it is a 112.3% pick, I believe you said. Uh, 112.6, but okay. who's splitting hairs here? Yeah. It's a fun Saturday night. And just a, <laughs> And it's almost four years old, like most of the new Riff picks. Um, and we started talking. I asked uh, Zeke originally if he had met Pratt before, if he knew him. And you want to go through that again, Zeke? Yeah, sure. I mean, I can just briefly say through uh, you know some of the groups that folks may or may not be on out there. Um, I'd always try to, you know, buy and support some picks. Always fun, interesting stuff. And uh, seems like at the time seemed like a genuinely great guy. Since then, uh, fast forward a little bit, uh, got joined up in the cartel, uh, we met back in the spring, I was fortunate enough to go on a, uh, a Jack Daniels barrel-proof pick with him, which I'm anxiously waiting to show up so I can uh, hopefully get my hands on the case or two, because that was just an amazing time and really some good booze that I think folks are sleeping on, to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just a, a great guy that just loves not only bourbon, but, uh, you know, scotch and other stuff. Happy to share anything with you and uh, just a truly, like, fun person to be around. You know, you, you, can, you can find those people enough. Yeah, uh, for sure. And like I said the first time, I met him a few times at the Smooth Drambolee, and the first time I came encounter with him was when uh, the first Pravs came out, the Smooth Ambler, so... Uh, I've known him for a while and known of him for a while. I haven't been to a store yet, unfortunately, but I don't get a chance to go to Washington, D.C. very often. That not put you in politics yet? N- not yet. I thought maybe after <laughs> I thought maybe after the Jay Mattingly podcast I might make it, but nobody ever called. <laughs> uh, that's, that's solid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into it uh, just a real quick review of what we think about it uh this is probably going to be a little bit longer than most of these just because it's the first one and i got zeke on with me so zeke you want to tell the folks what you think about it man not to drag it out for too long of a show but i, mean, I think i've had probably eight of these different uh riff picks now and for the most part i've loved the stickers or the uh <laughs> Um, uh, there's some that are uh, engraved. Yeah. Yeah. I've loved the stickers or the engraving more than the juice. And not saying it's bad, but I mean, I see folks on secondary. We all do. And at, the, at, at MSRP, these are all solid drinkers. But yeah. above that, like, come on, man. There's, there's just more stuff out there. Um, and I've, I've caught flack for that opinion, but oh well. But uh, I will say that, you know, I popped this today. I got it in. I, I told Pry, I was like, man. I'm still not on the riff hype train, mm-hmm. but this is, at least in my mind, one of the top two picks that I've had that came out of there. Uh, this one in a, uh, it was a pharmacy pick 
something to the pharmacy. It came out of Georgia. Hmm. I don't think some guy just bought his own barrel. Um, but I was lucky enough to, to taste it. I had like six of these last week all lined up, and, and it was the clear out of those. And this this Riffy Bobby pick, I mean, the sticker's fucking gold. Yeah. Let's just be honest. But, <laughs> um, but no, man, it, it's really good. It's much more floral, much better balance of flavors, much more pronounced flavors, uh, to me at least. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like you said, a lot of the new riffs I've had have been, like you said, solid for 40 50 bucks. 50 um, And picks are pretty cool just to have one from a store. Uh, the, the only other one I've had that I've really liked has been uh, one picked by Bluegrass BB&T. I can't remember the name. It was Catnip or something like that. Um, but other than that, I mean, they've been decent but not great i've had a couple that were just released from the distillery of single barrels that i liked better than most of the picks i've had and i can see sweeter. that and, and i've even had a couple that at four years i felt like the the oak balance on it was too much and i'm like man if you got something over oaked in four years yeah you know, what's it going to be at the quote-unquote sweet spot for most stuff of you know seven to that's the one odd thing about these at four years there's like zero youth to them it may not be great but it, there's just no youth it's not like a dickle taste like a corny no i mean they're, they're not corn forward at all and I, I haven't at least researched too much as far as you know where they're sourcing from and what uniqueness that might have but Everything that's there is pretty in check. I feel like the rye gets a little heavy at times. Uh, that or the oak, like I said, on you know some of these. But yeah, there's definitely no corn in any riff pick I've had. <laughs> It'll be interesting when the rye picks start coming out. How good they are because their rye was really good. I mean, we had that recently, and I was kind of surprised. Like the nose was great, but then on the taste, it was it just was short. But I think it's because it was proof down. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's bottled and bonded, I think, is the rye they have out now. Which I laughed, at least, because when you know I first had it to begin with, I thought that the, the 100 proof bottled and bond was better than some of the picks, mm-hmm. simply because it was a young product, and like, all right, cash strength, you know, 115-ish, up or down, however you want to look at it. But you cut that to 100, you really round out everything that's, you know, a nuance here or not quite where it should be and just give yourself a mellow drinker. Uh, I, we even hit them up like, hey, can we get a 100-proof pick? And they're like, no. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> well, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that it's batched too, so they're able to even out all the the things that aren't so great about the sun barrels and things that are good about other ones. Much, much agreed for sure on that. But, yeah, I mean, I think they definitely have a, a strong foundation in out of the folks in the craft game you know, yeah. they're in that upper echelon and they, they've definitely gotten the hype train going for themselves which for better or worse is, is never a bad thing I don't think these days in business I uh, can't disagree with that alright well I guess we'll go ahead and cut this <laughs> off go ahead what were you going to say I was going to say you, 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 got, you got any notes on this well, I've got a few I can throw out okay good um, on the nose it's just I get a lot of alcohol in the nose to start off. It's fresh crack from t- 
I only opened it up yesterday, so. A little bit of oak, maybe some cinnamon or something. There's a little heat. What are you getting on the nose? I'm with you there. And the, the definitely comes off, and you can tell there's going to be something that's going to have spice to it, almost like a uh, you know a gingerbread man or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe if you had a you know fireball and a gingerbread man at the same time, <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of dysfunctional Christmas that would be for some family, but I'm sure somebody does it. it sounds like a National <laughs> Lampoon's move at Christmas vacation. <laughs> We've all got redneck friends, right? Yeah. That's for sure. I'm from Kentucky, so I got plenty. I get on the palate, I get a lot of uh, rye spice, but there's a lot of sweetness in the mid palate, too, that really almost leaves me wishing I'd had more of that and less of the rye spice. But it's an interesting balance to have both of those. Yeah, I mean, I thought it danced around a pretty good bit. At times, I really got, um, you know, a fruit floral type blend. Uh, put down, you know, apricots or peaches. Yeah. At some point, maybe even a, a pear type prickliness. Uh, then there was some, some solid spice hit the back palate. That, that spice, for whatever reason, it just knows how to move to the back of your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'll, I'll at least, sorry for remnants, but the, uh, the notes on the bottle say strong maple syrup and wet oak aromas. Hmm. bright, juicy citrus on the tongue with a long but soft spice. So I tried to take that into account a little bit too. It's very eloquent. To me it seemed like a, more like a honey gram flavor than syrup. Like a, I see how you could segue to it, but to yeah. me it was more like, you know, just like the honey gram cracker kind of thing, uh, more so than a, like a maple or whatever syrup to me. Uh, then I also put down, it kind of had a, a little bit of a, like a bit of honey mm-hmm. as far as having, you know, just a that bite that, you know, natural honey adds to it. I think that's where that rye kind of comes in on the back end. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds, I, I don't know, maple syrup sounds a little rough. I, it's it's not quite maple syrup sweet, but I do, I couldn't go with you on no, the cinnamon. That, that's, what, that's, what, that's, that's what threw me off. I was like, I can see how it might be. Honey gramish, but I can't go maple syrup. Yeah, <laughs> maple syrup is a super sweet start, and that's not how this is, especially on the nose. There's there's a strong sweet component to it, but there's just enough rye to always keep it in check. Where maybe with some water that might kick it down, but yeah, um, at least at least what I have is just as is, and uh, there, there's enough rye punch in that to wake you up if you need it to. If there's citrus in it, I didn't catch that. I caught the fruit more than citrus, but not citrus food, fruit. It was more like the fruit you were mentioning. No, same with you. I always, I'm always intrigued by citrus as a note. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's such a uh, <clears throat> an, an open-ended type of thing. Like, all right, where are you going with this citrus? Lemon? Lime? Yeah. Orange? Like, like what exactly does that mean? <laughs> Is, you talking about the peel or what's inside the damn shell? Like, there's just... There's so many options with citrus. I, I try to avoid it just because it's such a non-descript type of thing. Yeah, I'd hope they'd be specific. It was if it was rind. I prefer <laughs> not to have citrus rind in my bourbon. Well, do you uh, do you think 
New Riff going to give a MGP a run for their money? I know you're a big MGP man. <laughs> I don't know. How could you tell I was a big MGP man? Well, I've talked to you more than once. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll run that MGP group, too. I was going to let you slide on yeah, that one. That's all right. <laughs> um, I don't think they're going to give him, not, any, not anytime soon, at least. Because MGP, I mean, just has such a fan base, and their their flavor profile is pretty. You could you could pick it out most of the time. So, <clears throat> new riff is catching on, but I think theirs is going to need some more age to it to really make it a stand up. Yeah, I'd like to see some uh, some maybe another mash or two come out, a little bit of variance, and see what else they can do with the, the operation as well. They gave us a couple things when we were there to pick up. Uh, when we did the last, or the first OKI, the 12 year, we did the Ricky Bobby and the Early Bird, and they gave us like, mm-hmm. some some malted stuff and some oatmeal stout bourbon something. I can't remember what it was. It was all pretty good, but I mean, we were there for the main show of a 12 year MGP, so everything else was secondary. I'm sure I think I've heard about at least for two of those kind of experimental things they've laid down. I don't know if they're a market or not, but, uh, you know, I'm all for seeing the folks get out there and see what else they can come up with. It's just there to give the people something to talk about when they go pick so they can hand them something else besides their normal stuff. <laughs> all right, well, I'll let you get back to your uh, basketball game, and I appreciate you coming on. Hey, man, I appreciate the opportunity and, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, this is at least in my top two of the, you know, ten or so riff picks I've had at this point. I definitely agree with that, too. So I I would definitely say it's a buy if you can find it. But they went, they went fast. If you, uh, if you haven't heard of it, Prov's got a group. Look out for it. Uh, that's where he sometimes releases things, and he's nice occasionally. Just look out! Look out for Prav and per, uh, overall. Oh yeah, super great guy and a, uh, a a wonderful assist to Bourbon. All right, I appreciate you coming on, Zach. Zay, Zach, that's my boss's <laughs> name. Sorry, Zeke. I appreciate you coming on. I've been called worse, man. Have a good evening. All right, I'll talk to you later, man. Bye, bud.